0: Hello and welcome to The Crumb, a podcast from Bake From Scratch Magazine. We're here to talk baking in all forms, the people, the culture, and the baked goods that make us run to preheat our oven. Welcome to the very first episode of Bake From Scratch Magazine's The Crumb, a podcast devoted to the rich culture of baking. First, meet your co-host, Brian Hart Hoffman, editor-in-chief of Bake From Scratch, Bunt Bro, and Hummingbird Cake Fanatic.
1: Hello, everyone, and hi, Kyle Grace. It is my pleasure to introduce you to my co host, Kyle Grace Mills, the associate editor of Bake From Scratch magazine, Milk Bread Mama, and the brains behind our The Essential story in every issue, amongst some other things we'll chat about in the next episode. But first, Kyle Grace, tell me what you baked last weekend.
0: Well, speaking of milk bread, I made milk bread. (laughs) And I know it's completely sacrilege to make something and not eat it immediately in this household of bake, but I actually am saving it for a milk bread pudding recipe. So I'm letting it get a little stale so yeah. I can soak it up with some custard and some good milk and then top it with our recipe for cream on glaze, brandy cream on
1: Yum. And
0: uh, it's hopefully going to be epic. It's I've been wanting to do it since we did the piece, but I haven't. I've been keep eating it fresh.
1: I was going to say you've made it a bunch, but what self-control to let it sit there staring at it, knowing that it does have a final life in bread pudding, which will be pretty epic. So I hope you're going to save me some.
0: Yeah. Patience <laughs> is not my virtue, but- It's not mine either. We'll see. Now, tell me, I know you've been baking. What did you bake this (laughs) weekend? Oh, man,
1: which thing do I want to talk about? So the last thing I baked was our oatmeal chocolate chip cookie bars. And that recipe came from a retro redo story. In every single issue of Bake From Scratch, we take a reader recipe that's submitted to us. It's not that it's not good. It's just... The readers are ready for a new life for it a new iteration and I think that's a beautiful thing in baking to continually take recipes and improve them so we do that in our test kitchen and we featured this oatmeal chocolate chip chunk cookie bar in the magazine and I knew that I was going to be hooked on it because we added peanut butter (laughs) and chunks of delicious chocolate and the oats on top and in the the dough I I love it and it, it didn't last long. So I, I took a few bites and more than a few bites, if I'm being honest. And I took the rest to my grandmother because she is my number one fan of baking. Well, so.
0: you bake it in a sheet tray. You don't have to cut it into little squares. You can cut it however big you want. Yeah, it I could
1: mean, be one big cookie. Yes. <laughs> the I mean, the size bars, of a sheet tray. cookie, <laughs> you
0: know, it's all very flexible. Alright, to the heart of the episode, we have a brand new cookbook, Bake from Scratch, Volume 3, which includes every recipe we feature in our 2018 issues. That means every recipe from our beloved British issue, like puddings, scones, and the Queen's very favorite chocolate biscuit cake. And the crowd-pleasing holiday cookie issue, which is packed with cookies from some of our very favorite bakers. And... It's got this beautiful purple regal spine, a cover covered in cookies. We could go on and on about how it is visually pleasing and perfect for the baker. But Brian, give me your top five breakdown of your favorite recipes. Please pick your children. Brutality.
1: How do you pick a favorite? (laughs) I can tell you the ones that aren't my favorites. Just kidding. Um, The five that I think I've baked the most or I plan to bake a lot in the coming days, especially with Easter approaching, we cannot forget to chat about our milk chocolate egg cookies that we... Oh, my God. We took bags of the Cadbury mini eggs. We crushed them up. We put them in the cookie dough. We put them on top of the cookies. They are so dang good. I... I think I make them even when it's not Easter because I hoard the mini eggs and, and keep them in my kitchen.
0: Well, fun fact: when we were testing for those, it was during Christmas, and we had to test with the red and green Cadbury eggs. So that's they right, were, though they, they make were red them and green for Christmas. We first did them, yes. so yes, you could bake them for Christmas.
1: So that's an addiction that you know when my niece and nephew are around or I want to just have an indulgent moment with a bag of candy and bake at the same time, that's definitely the the recipe I turn to. Um, like I said, I love the oatmeal chocolate chip cookie bars. I've already talked about why I love those, but they're definitely an easy weeknight baking, fast fix for a crowd coming over or just something to satisfy that peanut butter and chocolate craving. Um, speaking of peanut butter, I... I'm obsessed with our peanut butter cake with peanut butter butter buttercream. I'm seeing a trend.
0: I'm seeing a trend with peanut butter. Yeah. And
1: you know, the funny thing is I haven't loved peanut butter my whole life. Like, it's not like I've always been this peanut butter junkie. But about eight years ago, my sister-in-law showed up to family functions with a peanut butter layer cake with peanut butter butter buttercream. And I fell in love with it. The texture, the flavor, the, I I don't know, the added sweetness that makes peanut butter even better. And I knew, well, first I begged my sister-in-law for the recipe. She said, no, I understand. So our team at Bake From Scratch created our version and it's delicious. So you can always spoil me by bringing peanut butter cake with peanut butter butter buttercream, or I will make that for anyone that wants it. I love it. Um, And then the fourth recipe is our hummingbird loaf. So a lot of people listening may not know about hummingbird cake because it seems to be the most I-never-heard-of-that answer when I talk about yeah, hummingbird. Yeah, it, it feels
0: a little trapped to the south. I mean, it's, it's a big deal down here because I guess everywhere else they don't use uh, canned pineapple. But we're a huge <laughs> fan of canned pineapple and alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the
1: beautiful thing is we took that hummingbird flavor profile with the bananas and the pineapple and we upped the game with some dried apricots and some spiced rum to give it a, a real nod back to the Caribbean roots that the hummingbird cake actually has. So while the South claims it as a favorite, probably because we added cream cheese icing to it, it truly is a recipe that has origins in the Caribbean. So it's an international flavor that everyone should love hummingbird cake. And this hummingbird loaf, again, it takes what was a traditional layer cake. It converts it into the perfect breakfast or the perfect afternoon snack or just the perfect serve it to your friends because they're coming over kind of a treat. And I promise people will not be disappointed. The streusel topping on that thing is... is, I could just eat the streusel topping
0: alone. No, we we definitely call streusel the magic fairy dust of baking. You you sprinkle it on something and it instantly makes it magical. It sure does.
1: And then we'll talk about another obsession. I feel like obviously baking is an obsession of mine. I keep using that word. But our black cocoa banana bread... It's it is a hands down. I crave that morning, noon and night. Um. So banana bread is a big, you know, part of my childhood. I think it's one of the first things I ever baked with my mom was, you know, it's so important to let bananas overripen because you get to make banana bread. So it's always that when life hands you overripe bananas, you better make some banana bread. So we took that same theory last year, and we really blew up the banana bread profile. We created five iterations of banana bread that add new flavors, new twists, new ways to present it, even into the bunt pan. I mean, it it just—banana bread is a crowd favorite. But when you take black cocoa powder, it does something even more magical. And I have made that recipe so many times. I— I probably have it memorized by now and you finish it with a beautiful turbinado sugar that gets so crunchy in the oven you get the texture of a soft pillowy banana bread that we I think we even have chocolate chunk in that recipe and then with the bananas the moisture you get from that keeps the the loaf so beautifully textured but then the crispy crunchy top just it's it's all the things
0: Oh, and baker beware, because I did this recipe, and I didn't follow the recipe. I know. Do as I say, not as I do. I used demerara sugar instead of turbinado, and it melted right into the top. So be sure you use turbinado. That's just Yeah, it a, stays uh,
1: crunchy. Yeah from, yeah, from
0: my kitchen to yours. <laughs>
1: and that's what we're here to do. I think with our podcast, we're going to be able to talk about the things we've done in our kitchens, the advice we have for people as... They take recipes and twist them up into their own. We want people to do that. But you learn some things along the way, which sugars do and don't work and what textures may or may not work. But you know what? When you try something you love and you discover a solution that ups the game, you've just done what we love about baking. And that's reinventing recipes that bring joy and are fun to share with friends and family.
0: All right. So real quick on the cover. Why cookies? We've done pies, we've done French gâteau or cake, but what is it about cookies that deserve to be on the cover for volume three? I mean, what can
1: I say? Cookies are just having a moment. Like, and not that they haven't always been in the moment, but I think there's a newfound love affair with cookie baking. We find our cookie recipes are some of the most baked recipes in the magazine, they're some of the top searched on our website. And I, Think just given the national craze of this, you know, uh, quest for the best chocolate chip cookie we've seen from Alison Roman's chocolate chunk shortbread to Sarah Kiefer's pan banging cookies to Becky Firth with her cookie book, cookies are just sitting in the spotlight. And I obviously love a good theme. I feel like after our first, it, our first uh, volume of the cookbook with the French gateau on the cover and the second volume with pie it just felt like it was the time cookies needed to be on the cover of the book and I think in 2018 we had such a variety of cookies throughout the spring and the summer and then of course at holiday time that it was really fun to bring some of the all-stars together and give them their photo shoot in the spotlight for the cover
0: And I think that cookies kind of tap into that primal um, baking of when you're younger. I mean, of course, the Toll House things, but just I feel like cookie dough is some of the first things you ever bake, and it's the most approachable to kind of gate. It's your gateway baking drug. You get in through cookies, I think, and you stay with cake and all the other stuff.
1: And I think we should also, you mentioned dough. Let's talk about, do you eat cookie dough, Kyle Grace?
0: So I am good with cookie dough. It's the bread dough eaters of the world who are attempting fate that I have a little bit of concern for. I'm looking right at them. I was going to say you
1: probably have concern for me. I am unapologetically the founder and president and chief fan of Team Dough. I eat cookie dough. I eat cake batter. I eat bread dough. I think one of my favorite doughs is biscuit dough. And that started as a child. My mom made biscuits on the weekends, and I was the curious child that not only wanted to stir and help cut out the biscuits and put them on the baking pan, but I intentionally left room between each biscuit so there was biscuit scrap dough to eat. Yeah. So I, you know, I am that person. I, cookie dough is all, I mean, it's a favorite, but I, I don't know any boundaries to my, my obsession with eating dough. And I probably should give a warning that that's not encouraged by The FDA does standards. not approve this message. <laughs> but you know what? We live on the edge sometimes, and, and, and I love it. So,
0: No, so, uh, it's okay to be a dough lover. Um, and, okay, returning back to the cookbook okay. with its beautiful cookies on the cover, uh, I do think we should talk a little bit about our stunning photography. Uh, not to humble brag, but we have a photograph to accompany every recipe and that is not industry standard for cookbooks that's baked from scratch
1: yeah and you know it, it it's something i truly believe in i i feel like i want to see what something should look like to know if i want to bake it and i can read a recipe i can see the you know the elements to the the recipe and and what the flavor will be, but I love seeing what a final product should look like. I think in today's Insta-worthy world, um, I want to know what I should be striving for. And so we made a commitment at the beginning of our, actually the beginning of our company's history 36 years ago. I, I think across all of Hoffman Media's magazines, every single recipe is accompanied by a photograph. And that holds true in our cookbooks. So with Bake From Scratch, I knew that we were never going to run a photograph or run a recipe that did not have a photograph to accompany it. And people love it. I mean, we hear from people all the time. They're like, I can't believe there's a photograph with every recipe. And we work with some amazing photographers and food stylists and recipe developers that put those images together in such a beautiful way that how how could we not put them in the cookbook to to show off I mean we want people to see their work and uh and yeah so a photo with every recipe
0: I mean I like that to think that it blends between a coffee table book and an actual cookbook because you could put that down on your beautiful mahogany desk and people will stop and pick it up and flip through and be wowed by the photography
1: Yeah. And you mentioned the purple spine earlier. And I just have to say, we knew we were kind of stepping out a little bit by going with a a brighter color for the the spine of the book. But when I see it stacked with volume one, two, and then now three, it is just, it's such a beautiful collection. No,
0: it's the color of royalty. It's perfect. It is, it's good because it's got all of our British recipes in there with like the queen's favorite cake. I think it's extremely fitting. Um, So tell everybody what they want to hear. There's going to be more cookbooks. Absolutely.
1: You know, I think I'm often asked questions about the beginning. Like, why a volume one? How did you know you wanted to, you know, include cookbooks in the Bake from Scratch branding? And I thought about myself. I think, okay, I love Bake from Scratch magazine, but I don't have room to keep every magazine in the kitchen. I don't, you know, now four years in or we're in our fourth year now. There's a lot of magazines stacked up, but I knew that having an annual recap of the recipes was something that I wanted to have in my kitchen as a resource, and I knew if I did, obviously, our audience of home bakers would love it too, for for people that love the reorganized way of viewing the content. So I yeah there will be more cookbooks there will be a volume for every year that we publish bake from scratch magazine and in our fourth year i'm just going to tell you we're only getting started so one day your bookshelf is going to have so many different colors of book spines that it is obvious that bake from scratch has made our mark on the magazine and the cookbook world
0: very exciting to imagine a nice beautiful rainbow collection that'd be nice
1: and I know we haven't even published the fourth volume yet, but for the fifth volume, I want a gold spine. Like, I want it to be like almost like five golden rings from the Christmas song. Well, we got to think of the
0: anniversary. What would be the fifth anniversary? Be like, what, wood? We'd have yeah. to have a wood book. <laughs> yep. No, no, we won't count the pages. We'll just have a wood spine. That's fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's all we'll do.
0: All right. So, what are you baking this weekend? So this weekend,
1: I'm going to be at the International Home and Houseware Show with our partner Nordicware, And they make all of those beautiful bunt pans that we love to have in our kitchen. And um, I am doing a demonstration of our first bunt of the month club recipe, which is a blood orange olive oil chocolate bunt cake. And... I love this recipe, so it's an easy one to want to do a demonstration and show people the buntology. ology uh, That's a term we coined for our investigative and trial and error lessons we learned in how to make the bunt cakes the best they can be, knowing that with each pan, you should have a different result. Some pans have rounded edges. It creates smoother, softer texture to the outer uh, layers of the of the cake. But with the brilliance pan, which we're using for this recipe, it I call it the jet engine pan. It's an ode, a flashback to my years in the airline industry. But the the crispy edges that you get in the pattern create just such a nice soft texture on the inside of the cake with that crunch you crave from a cake on the outside. It's just a really beautiful pan. So I'm baking that with Nordic wear in front of however many hundreds of people come for the demonstrations Um, But it's a recipe that, you know, I will find myself craving blood orange season again because I love blood orange, but I can't wait to bake the cake. So I'm going to hang on to citrus season as long as it's here with me. What about you?
0: So this weekend, like I said, I'm going to be trying to do that bread pudding twist on it, but I'm thinking I might even do the bread and butter style that um, the British do with uh, puddings where they slice it very simply and then they do pats of butter in between and then soak it. Yeah. So it really shows off like the natural shape of the bread as opposed to just tearing Instead it apart. Instead of tearing
1: or chunking. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'm thinking
0: that might be a kind of a fun twist on it. I'll be doing it at a nine by nine, so I no nine by 13. I don't need that much. Nobody needs that much. I, sure I mean, <laughs> not when you live sure alone, you, you just, you can't do that to yourself. So,
1: well, I can't wait to see photos. And when I get back from Chicago, there better be a scoop waiting for me. So see, you do have someone to share it with. I will be here.
0: <laughs> well, uh, coming up this season, expect interviews with some of the most inspiring bakers in the business, deep dives into our newest recipes and bakery features and all the different travel uh, pieces. Also, our test kitchen professionals will be answering your burning, literally, baking questions with ingenious tips and techniques that'll help you troubleshoot any obstacle.
1: That is going to be so fun because we get questions all the time from our audience about just troubleshooting things in the kitchen. And with the crumb, we get to bring it conversation style. We're going to sit down with chefs and bakers and our test kitchen professionals and, pick their brains and solve problems that we all experience in our kitchens so i i can't wait i you know and we have a roster of some all-stars in the baking world that are have agreed to join us so those conversations are going to be amazing
0: we are looking forward to bringing just a little slice of our baking world to you guys very soon all right happy baking
1: happy baking everybody
0: If you liked our podcast please rate subscribe and tell a friend about us to keep up with all of our baking endeavors follow our editor-in-chief and co-host brian on instagram at brian hart hoffman you can follow bake from scratch on instagram at the bake feed for online recipes and fresh baking content go to our website bakefromscratch.com and sign up for our newsletter preheat finally for in real life baking inspiration grab our magazine on newsstands or subscribe through our website